Drink This Beer is brought to you by the Beer Guys. BeerGuysRadio.com is where you need to go to get the scoop on what's going on in craft beer. That's BeerGuysRadio.com. And if you like the show, consider becoming one of our sponsors. Head to Patreon.com slash BeerGuys. That's Patreon.com slash BeerGuys. Welcome to Drink This Beer, a show dedicated to craft beer and the people who make it. Each episode, we'll get the stories behind the brews you love. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? And welcome to Drink This Beer, the podcast that talks to the brewers around the country and around the world that make the beer you love to drink. I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Aaron Williams. On this show, we're talking to the brewery out of Bluffton, South Carolina. You've probably seen their bold designs in your favorite beer shop. Eric Kugler from Southern Barrel Brewing joins us in the studio. So, Eric, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Eric, did you, do you bring any beer with you? That's the biggest question. Of course. Okay. Let's open one up, man, and get this chat started here. Right so. on. Definitely. Yeah, if you can move your mic a little bit closer, and then we'll be good to go. But, uh, but yeah. There so, we go. Excellent. So talk to us a little bit about Southern Barrel. Um, what's the history behind it, and uh, how did this get started? So uh, Southern Barrel, um, we, uh, we actually uh, have a brewer that's got about 20 years of experience. And, uh, you know, uh, the owners of the brewery looked and hunted for the best brewer for their fit and uh you know that's kind of where we're at uh we have a brewer that specializes in lagers and and does some amazing beer styles yeah now you so we jumped into southern barrel but we know you man we know you absolutely so you actually got your start working with our buddy scott hadine and the crew up there at burnt hickory absolutely at one of my local digs uh burnt hickory brewery in kennesaw so, and uh, recently uh, joined the Southern Barrel team. It's been a little while now, correct? It has been a little while. Yeah, all I, right. Uh, I uh, volunteered with Burnt Hickory for, uh, I want to say, about eight years since before they were open. And, uh, right. Thank God I got enough experience to really, you know, catapult my career and, and do what I really love, which is sell beer. Do you miss Scott Hedin there I from Burnt Hickory? I do miss Scott Hedin. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Everyone, so, doesn't, everyone remembers Scott Hedin. Some people don't miss him, but... Uh, that's right, everybody, <laughs> do you uh, miss? I don't know, remember? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. definitely remember him. No, so. we love you, Scott. So yeah. you guys just recently expanded into Georgia, correct? Uh, Southern Barrel? We've actually been in uh, Georgia for about a year now. Okay. Um, and uh, um, we're making some great beer. Um, but when you're in Georgia, you know, it's a very competitive beer market. So that kind of let me have a job. So thank goodness. Yeah, definitely. Now you rep for them here in the Georgia market. Is that correct? Atlanta local. Atlanta local. So excellent. So now Southern Barrel is available in pretty much the entire state of Georgia or just Atlanta Metro right now? They're mostly Atlanta Metro and, uh, you know, Columbus and Macon still see some of our beer as well. So outside of, so breweries from South Carolina and, uh, uh, you know, Georgia, certain areas that, are those the only two places are being distributed at this time? Uh. Pretty much, we're we're in Charlotte a little bit too. Okay, what's uh, what's been the response to the beer so far in Georgia? Uh, this response has been great. Um, you know, we're we're making some really um, aggressive styles. We, we have a New England style IPA called Damn Yankee, which is by far our best selling beer. Um, but we also have things like Hellas Lagers, which not a whole um, not a whole many of those are made. Yeah, yeah. you know. I got to learn to be more specific when I say things, Aaron, because I asked Eric if he brought any beer, and he said yes. And I said, "Let's open one up." So he did open one up. 
And then he, he just sat it, it in front of him. I wasn't going to say not, anything, he's but not uh, he's not giving there, us anything, so. which is a hint for us to pass the beer yes, around. So get, get, it. get it there. So, uh, you know what, I, I so love, we're getting into your Hellas Lager yeah, here. That you I love said. a good Hellas Lager, especially when you don't spill it over the place. It's the best part. Well, that's <laughs> not going to happen today. <laughs> Sorry. So. That's it. No. But, uh, you know, again, a good, light, crisp, uh, refreshing drinking beer. And uh, there's something to be said about that, uh, you know, in, in this day and age of super hoppy, crazy stuff. And it's a good drinking beer. It's always good to have. Beer-flavored beer. Um, I love yes, that. Right. It's my favorite. <laughs> so this is uh, we're we're just a two year old brewery, and the cool thing is that um, within that time frame, uh, last year we won two separate awards with this beer. We beat out Sam Adams to win a United States Beer Tasting Championship award, and then we beat out Bayless Point also to win a Can Can award. A couple of big ones. Yep. So that's very good. So. That was for the Hellas Lager. Hellas Lager. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, Let's check it out there. So. When uh, when you come out, the one thing we talked about on on our other show this week was just the the noise on the shelf. Basically, you know, tap handles and shelf. There is there's just so many brands out there, and you know, breaking into a new market. We've talked some about you know, kind of going hyper local. That some breweries are just covering you know just their neighborhood and that. So what do you have to do as a as a brewery in Georgia, especially if you're not in your home state, to kind of stand out and make people drink your beer? Uh, you hit the streets and you go to every single account and you taste them on the beer. And then, you know, the more ground you cover, the more people try the beer. Um, the beer speaks for itself, really. So as long as you put in some hours and hit accounts, uh, you know, you get a fruitful day. Yeah, and I've seen you out a few different places before. So I know you're out there making sure folks know about the brand around here, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, now are there any plans for uh, continued expansion there? Absolutely. Um, so where we're at right now, um, we have the room to expand with our tanks. And then um, also, too, uh, the owners of the brewery have already, you know, started looking at different places of possible um, expanded sites. So so for a, for a two-year-old brewery, that's pretty aggressive, uh, really, to start off and start to expand. It's, that's, that's good. I think it's aggressive ownership, right? Well, yeah. I mean, well, when... Uh, when we started selling here and when I got hired, um, they didn't really know how fast everything was going to go. And then uh, so now we're, we're reacting as fast as we can to, you know, the, the reactions that we've gotten. And that's with um, with the expansion of that. Uh, what other styles are, are they looking at or do you, you know kind of what the new beers coming up and such are? So, um, you know, our our, uh, our brewer, Walt, has won awards for a uh, Oktoberfest beer um, from another brewery. And I know that this this uh, this fall we're going to have another one of those. Um, and it's going to be a very limited beer. Um, and then we're also going to expand to do uh, a black lager. So definitely trying to do some uh, some really interesting German-style beers. Yeah, so while you do play in the in the IPA and the in the in the traditional ale game, you also play in the lager game mostly, which kind of separates you again from from a lot of different brewers out there. Only a few of them in the craft beer world are really doing that lager thing. Absolutely, and and like you said, uh, you have to have an IPA. You have to have a great IPA. Sure. Uh, we have a, a fruited Berliner Weiss style with blackberries and raspberries. That's wild bramble. But you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of demand for those beers, but there's also a lot of saturation. So. You know, when you can kind of bring in a full wheelhouse and just keep making all the different styles, especially classic styles like Hellas Lager and uh, uh, um, a Schwartz beer or something like that, you know, it really sets you out apart. You know, those, uh, 
I call them simple sours, mm-hmm. like the Berliners and the Gozes and that, especially fruited ones. Those are really popular in our area. I mean, you know, looking at Atlanta and that, and, and we've, and I just assumed, you know, since this is our backyard, they were popular everywhere. But I got into a discussion with someone online, and they said, you know, they're coming from the West Coast, where out there you have some really solid, serious sour beers, you know, out there that uh, that you go to Rare Barrel yeah. or other breweries like that. But they didn't see them as much, and they were just talking about the accessibility, basically, you know, affordability, accessibility of those types of beers in Atlanta, kind of the southeast, and that. So. What do you think it is that makes that style appealing to us here? Is it uh, is it the consumer, the brewer pushing that, or yes? Uh, wow, um, but you know, the tough there. questions exactly. there, right? Yeah. I know. He's like he's asking me to analyze the market here. I'm here to talk about Southern <laughs> I barrels. I should have studied so. more for this. Yes, right. <laughs> we'll do, ask the hard questions. I mean, sure. you know, from a reaction standpoint in the market, you know, I hear the fruited Berliner voice. I love it because it's easy drinking. Um, you know, it's usually low ABV, so it's something that people can just really get a hold of, not spend too much money, and you still get that sour beer. Yeah, yeah. I get get some tartness, a little, a little bit of that. That's so you don't have to fully commit to something that's overly complex or overly sour. Because to be honest, some people just really aren't ready for those kind of beers yet. You know, it's the gateway. It's the gateway it is. sour. Thing, and, and I so. really also think that the weather has a lot to yeah. do with it too. It just it's so hot, so humid here. You want something cool, refreshing. And I love a, a good goza when I'm doing the lawn and finishing that, and I'm you know 95 degrees outside with 80 percent humidity out there. And you know, and it's funny because yeah, you say the West Coast. I just came back from a trip from Northeast. Very. Berliners were non-existent. You know, of course, you've got What's some, that juicy haze, oh, right? <laughs> juicy haze IPA. <laughs> yeah. that, or, but of course, if you wanted sours, there's some great complex sours from Allagash and Oxbow and those types of things. But there was no simple fruited Berliners out there. I, I brought yeah. them all from 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 down south. So that drink. does yeah. go to kind of what I was speaking, that it is something that mm-hmm. is is kind of our area is kind of where it's hot. Correct. That yeah. is interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think All about right. that. So maybe you a don't topic. Want to open up a thirty dollar bottle of beer after you uh, mow the lawn. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Not gonna get a cork and cage curio. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna have that. It's refreshing yeah. and delicious here. Exactly. Just hang it from the side of the mower, sip it as you're running around out <laughs> That's there. Right. With just a big, do that with, with yes. a big uh, with a big straw. So anyway, you're listening to drink this beer. We're gonna take a quick break right now. We'll be back with Eric Kugler of Southern Barrel right after this. More drink this beer with Tim and Aaron coming up after this. Here at Drink This Beer, we love to bring you the stories behind the craft beer and brewers that you love. And we'd be grateful if you took the time out to check out our Patreon site. It's at patreon.com slash beerguys. If you choose to become one of our donors, we would really appreciate it. Plus, you get some awesome swag, including t-shirts, glasses, stickers, and some more stuff that's coming down the pike. Thanks for listening to Drink This Beer, part of the Beer Guys Radio Network. Tell a friend and head to patreon.com slash beerguys. Cheers. Welcome back to Drink This Beer with your hosts, Tim and Aaron. And welcome back to the Drink This Beer Craft Beer Podcast. We are talking with Southern Barrel's Eric Kugler this week. He is the Southeast Area Rep. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. For Southern Barrel out of South Carolina. And we're going to... We're going to sip into some of their Damn Yankee. Damn Yankee. Those, Those Damn Yankees are the worst. That's me. That, that's me. I'm sorry. That's, Wait that's a minute. Yeah. yeah well, there you go. We're all trans. We're all implants. Uh, imports uh, from the south. So Absolutely. tell us about tell us about this beer that we're gonna crack so open. So Damn Yankee uh, is uh, our our number one selling beer. Um, mm-hmm. It is a cloudy, hazy New England style IPA. So it's uh, super uh, low in bitterness and very uh, citrusy and tropical. Okay. 
So yeah, so again, pretty much everyone has to have an IPA in their profile, right? Uh, that's I think kind of a given. To. Yeah, you will fail if you don't. <laughs> Considering it is the largest uh, selling but uh, style of beer, right, uh, in the country. So, so IPA, yeah. IPA, oh, yeah. yeah, you got to have that. So Definitely. there's still Aaron something interesting that you may find. I saw earlier today that Firestone Walker is releasing a new, very traditional West Coast IPA. Nice. So that's it because I've heard more people. You know, there's a lot. I'm I'm a Northeast IPA fan. That's my cup of tea. But I've heard quite a few people say, look, I want that West Coast bitter, you know, piney resinous uh, IPA I do. again. I so, want my Cascade hops. I want my yeah. crystal clear. I want it. Just I want to eat a pine tree you know, yeah. or drink a pine tree. It's it's so good. So well, they're hearing you out there. That's good. I appreciate that, that so, Firestone yeah. Walker and all the other folks that are doing that. So. Right. So, yeah. So, so we t- okay. interesting topic here that we were talking about a little bit on the break, local beer. And what is local beer? And uh, so you're a rep in Atlanta for a brand that's not an Atlanta brand. Yep. And we know there's a lot of talk out there about local beer. So are there any challenges you face because you're not a Georgia bird? Every single day. Um, you know, and I ran into two situations. I ran into some people that are like, you know what? You're like 15 minutes north of Savannah. I'm going to go ahead and count you as local. But then... Other places, you know, I, I go into some um, stellar beer bars, and they taste the beer, and they're like, this is so awesome. I wish you were made in this state so I could carry you. Sure. So, yeah, yeah definitely come into some roadblocks for sure. Now, so from our perspective, you know, on our other show where we talk about drink local, we pitch drink local, and we believe yep. it, you know. Absolutely. But it's the definition of what is local, what is supporting local. Like you said, when you're in Savannah – or we've talked to people from Augusta that you've got a brewery, you know, 15 minutes up the road there. Is that lo- is that brewery that crosses the state line less local than a beer 100 plus miles away in Atlanta? So when you can go 20 minutes and get one beer, but you have to drive an hour yeah. and a half to get yeah. the local beer. Or, or one I brewery, did air quotes there. Yeah, or one brewery that we talked to, to a few weeks ago, Phantom Horse. They're in right. Chickamauga, Georgia, which is literally on the border. You can throw a rock and hit Chattanooga. And then Chattanooga is considered is Chattanooga considered local, even if you know they're not in the same state. So is the state line important or not? It's that's it's an interesting thing that folks have uh, have debated for a while. So. It is, and, and and I get it. You know, if I don't live on a border town, so to speak, you know, I'm not in some place that's right there. If I did, then I would probably, uh, if I did, I would probably consider. You know, if I could, if you can't bear at the same time and you set it down in your tasting room, and I leave my city. Heading to both, I you know, alternate timelines there, and I can get fresher beer from X brewery than Y brewery. That X brewery is local, even yeah. if Y is in my state, right? Yeah, I mean, you almost want to think about it. Uh, you know, whether it's like one tank away. I mean, can you get to the brewery in one tank, or you know, maybe what four or five hour drive? Is that local to you, no matter what the state is? Because you know, if you're a place like Delaware or Rhode Island, you know, there's like yeah. eighteen states around you. So sure. So what does that mean? <laughs> New, Eng- New England exactly. local, right? Exactly, all the so, New England folks. But what it boils down to is it's debatable. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has a different opinion. You know, it may be the hyper-local. The beer in my neighborhood is my local beer. That's my local beer. Maybe, you know, for us, the Atlanta metro or an area for someone else, but for someone else, maybe that's the southeast yeah. or, you know, neighboring states or whatever. I don't know. There's no right way. To drink local beer, the debate rages or on. wrong way, or no, I wrong shouldn't way. say right way. It's just, just drink beer. Just, yeah. there you go, Eric. That's the perfect. There you go. Just, just drink, drink beer. beer. So outside of uh, you know the local things, that what's a what's a day in the life of a beer rep, man? What's it like for you? Well, um, 
I'd hate to say that uh, it's the hardest job in the world because it's it's definitely not. Um, the best thing about the job is uh, just getting out and drinking beer, but that's really your day. You wake up, you get ready, you pack a huge cooler full of beer, and you go from stop to stop. So, How do you not get lit during the whole time? I mean, that's that would be what I would be scared of. Just be getting drunk off my butt around 4 o'clock <laughs> going to all these places. Yeah. Uh, you practice. <laughs> that's, you have to do it, so. that's good. Yeah. That's good, yes. But in all seriousness, I imagine that is, that's a legit problem for a beer rep. You know, you're going out, you're selling your product, to, you're stopping and talking to people. I imagine drinking your beer with these folks is, uh, is part of the job. You, you know, it really does depend on your day because sometimes you run into um, a full day of people who just want to sit down and drink the beer. And then you sometimes run into people that just don't want to drink beer, surprisingly enough. I don't know those people, Crazy. but I don't, I don't like them Crazy already. Talk. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's actually is one of the challenges as a beer rep is catching people at the right time, uh, the right state of mind. If, if they're having staffing issues or if there's some problems, guess what? They don't really want to drink beer. Maybe they do, but they well, yeah, and you know, and I, I've worked in restaurants uh, before too, and you know, restaurants are and chefs and and managers are always just they've got eighteen thousand things to do. So getting in front of them for you know half an hour, an hour sometimes is 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 hard to do, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, you run into situations where you go in and you've driven an hour to get to them, and they're like, "Well, you come back tomorrow." Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I just came here from. <laughs> Yes, I once flew to uh, Dallas, Texas to meet a client and was told, well, I'm busy today. Can you come back tomorrow? This is flying from Atlanta to Dallas. So hopefully you never have to, to run I, into that, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that tells you how much client cares about you there. Exactly, exactly. But, uh, but again, some of the challenges, I mean, with the craft beer market expanding and, and getting bigger and bigger uh, in Georgia and really across the entire country, uh, getting those tap handles is important, and it's uh, it's got it's, to be kind of a challenge for you guys. It, it is very important, and it's 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 tough when you have um, you know different different distributors that have different um, powers. I mean, sometimes you run into places that you you literally cannot get a single beer on tap, and you know they say, "Well, we can pick up a can." Okay, but, <laughs> but I mean, how, how often do people come out to a brewery, or a, a, how often do people come out to a a bar and just get canned beer. Right. Yeah. That's not the, the perk of going out. Sure. And I mean, you do sometimes, but normally 90% of the time I'm at a bar, I'm getting draft, you know, yeah. I'm going to get something. I'm going to get a pint or a pour or something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. if there's a KBS in the cooler. Right. And exactly. Bottle, what I was going to say. KBS, sure. But, yeah. yeah. I look, I look at the, at the, at the can and bottle list, but 91% of the time I'm going to get something from draft just in case. But, uh, but yeah, so, so now, um, Again, uh, Southern Barrel, uh, you guys have expanded kind of qu- kind of quickly. Um, what's coming up next for you guys? What are you guys uh, looking to do? So we are we're. It's funny, but we're we're just looking to expand, but to keep making the great beer that we we were making, and then just expand on some of the the brands that we have. You know, we, we've we got our Hellas Lager, we got Damn Yankee and Wild Bramble. That's currently in our market. What is um, our our core beers? Um, for Georgia, um, and we're looking to possibly do a saison um, and and um, a black lager, uh, and just expand on those types of styles. Very cool. Some yeah. of my favorite ones. You know, I love the saisons. Exactly. So. You're a big saison guy, Johnny Saisoni. Johnny Saisoni, man. <laughs> you know, though, uh, local beer. I like good beer. Yeah. 
and I've looked. I do. I do Untapped. I think you're familiar with Untapped. You know, logging the beers and that. And I looked, and I think last year, 68 percent of the beer I drank was Georgia beer. Mm-hmm. Now, with all the beers out there and everything on the shelf, I think that makes me fairly local loyal. You know, if over two thirds of my beer is is local, uh, I'm not a hundred percent or club. I'm sure there's some people that are, but um, there's just so much good beer out there. Yeah, and you, you know, I can support local without without totally shunning other good beer. You know, so it's uh, but it is tough to get uh, everybody on the playground. So yeah, to speak. yeah. So. But it's good to know that you're only 50 minutes away from Savannah. So uh, if you could go travel to Savannah, you can take a quick trip up there and uh, check out the place as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, one of the perks of not being in the state is we were able to uh, build a, a a brew pub. So mm-hmm. we got a nice tavern. Come out, get a burger. Um, our head chef uses all our beer and a lot of recipes. He even makes beer candied bacon. Nice. Count me in. I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. Exactly. I'm there. Beautiful thing. Yeah, so very nice, very nice. Well, cool. Wrapping up uh, right now with Eric Kugler of Southern Barrel Brewing Company out of Bluffton, South Carolina. Uh, anything else uh, that we might have missed? Uh, what, how can we get a hold of you? How can we uh, keep uh, in touch with uh, Southern Barrel? I know that was a hard question. The social medias? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff? Yep, Facebook. Want to relaunch that one for us? Sure, there? sure. Let's relaunch that one. So, yeah, just wrapping up right now with Eric Kugler from Southern Barrel Brewing Company. How can folks uh, keep in touch with Southern Barrel? Uh, definitely keep keep uh, looking on our Facebook page, um, Instagram, Twitter, um, and uh, we'll uh, keep posting new things. I like that. Posting new things is good. The 411, Aaron. <laughs> that's right. That's Stay right. Staying on top. Cool. Well, that's about it. Uh, that'll do it for Drink This Beer this week. If you like our show, please don't forget to subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And also check out our other show, which is Beer Guys Radio. Follow us on the socials at BeerGuysRadio.com and all the other hashtags that we've got uh, various and sundry. Have a great one, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Drink This Beer. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. More beer stories? Head to BeerGuysRadio.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Want more craft beer news? Listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, available every Saturday morning. Drink this beer, produced and developed by Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams, part of the Beer Guys Media Radio Network, beerguysradio.com.